0: Good morning on this Thursday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Think about this this morning as you ponder the Word of God. When God told the people of Israel that they were going to be entering into the Promised Land, a land that flowed with brooks, a land that had fountains of water bubbling up, artesian wells, a land that had deep water underneath. Using that as a pattern, we had looked at the book of Revelation, we had looked at a lot of scripture, uh, book of Ezekiel, concerning fountains, creeks, even Psalm 23, the Lord leads me besides the still waters, he maketh me lie down, or the waters of rest, the waters of peace, and we've looked at many more. And we're going to continue looking at these because of the importance of water, most people can survive without food for many days, even weeks. But the human body can only survive so long without water. And it is the same thing. We cannot survive in our spiritual life, in our spirit man, without the water of life, without the Spirit of God uh, bringing up, without Him guiding our lives. It is impossible. We were made to be led. We were made to be guided. Sheep have to be led. That is the only way to deal with them. You cannot tell sheep where to go. You have to lead them there. That's why they need a shepherd. That's why David said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That is why Jesus in John 10.10 10 calls himself the, the, the great shepherd. He, he is ultimately the shepherd of every Christian life. And through the Holy Spirit, when he was sent, he guides us by and through the living waters of his word. He nourishes us and through the intimate relationship that we spend time with him in prayer, in worship, in seeking him. The deep things of God that he wants to unveil and relieve and and reveal to his people, his prophets, his sons his workers, his individuals that are intimate with him, he will reveal to them his very covenant and make it known unto them. But these are the deep things of God that only the Spirit of God can draw up according to the book of 1 Corinthians in chapter 2. So today we're going to pick up and start off in Psalm 135, verse 6. Whatsoever the Lord pleased that he did. In heaven, and in earth, and in the seas, and all deep places. Notice, all deep places. In the book of Deuteronomy 33, verse 13, it says, And Joseph said, Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be. He said, Blessed of the Lord be his land. For the precious things of heaven for the precious dew. For the deep that crouches beneath. Psalm 65 verse 9 says. Thou visitest the earth. And waters it. Thou greatly enriches enriches it with the river of God. Which is full of water. Thou preparest them corn. When thou hast so provided for it. So. If God does that to the earth, and remember, we are of the ground. We are of the earth. But we're also spirit and we are soul. And our soul and our spirit need just as much to be restored. And our soul needs to be refreshed and enriched and renewed in God by the life-giving water, by the life-giving spirit, by the life of God himself bringing it into our lives and then also allowing that life to be made manifest in our physical bodies so that through us, in turn, we may be able to bring forth that water which others are looking for. It says in verse number 10 of Psalm 65, Thou waterest the ridges thereof abundantly, thou settlest the furrows thereof, Thou maketh it soft with showers. Thou blesses the springing thereof. So we can see that the reign of God causes a lot of good. A lot of good. Now in Noah's day, of course, that was very different. It, it, it literally drowned everybody. In verse 11, it says, Thou crownest the year with your goodness, and the path path drop with fatness. Verse 12. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with uh, flocks and the valleys are covered over with corn and they shout for joy. They also sing. It's talking about fruitfulness. As the rain and the water have come down, as the springs and the creeks and the rivers and all of these have provided water things become fruitful things begin to grow that's why blessed is the man that meditates blessed is the man that follows blessed is the man that trusts in the lord because he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers you will be fruitful in your life you need that that water that is provided that spiritual water In order for the fruit in our lives to develop, to reach maturity, to be able to be harvested and be able to provide where it's needed. In the book of Joel, in chapter 2, in verse 23, it says, Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately. He will cause it to come down for you. He will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. So once again, talking about the prophecy of Joel here, which Peter preached upon, he said this is that which Joel spoke about. And he was talking about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit coming upon people, The pouring out almost like rain upon individual lives throughout the planet. And God watering His people. The people receiving the Holy Spirit. And then, of course, the people following, being led, and yielding to the Spirit of God. And then it says in John chapter 7, verse 38, He that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said. Remember Scripture? Old Testament, that's what they had only at that time. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now you know for certain that nobody has ever seen a river flowing out of somebody else. But it's talking about the flow of the Holy Spirit, living waters, waters that are alive. In other words, it is something that is fluid, Something that takes on the shape of wherever it is poured into. And then, of course, it provides the nourishment necessary to cause growth, to cause refreshing, restoring, rest, all of these things. And then we see in verse 39, Jesus said, But this he spoke of, the Spirit, which he that believed on him should receive, For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, for that Jesus had not yet been glorified. So Jesus himself identified these waters flowing out of the life of an individual as the Holy Spirit. Then, of course, in the book of John in chapter 4, it talks about the wells of salvation, the artesian well flowing out. So we have the wells of salvation, we have the rivers of the living water of the Holy Spirit, In our lives. So when we begin to take these things, if Israel was going to be watered with brooks and with creeks and with streams and with rivers and with lakes and then with fountains from the deep artesian wells and then the water that was beneath in great depths, then we are to understand also that our spiritual walk. The more time we spend in prayer, deep prayer, the more time that we spend in meditating upon the Word of God, and the more time that we spend feeding and nourishing our inner man with that with that word, that living word, those living waters, then we can ask God to help us draw out of those deep wells that that water that is absolutely life-giving and nourishing, things that God can only provide to those that are willing to pay a price, to seek, to wait upon Him. It does not come freely, but this does cost you. But there are many things that the Bible does say are free, and one of those is salvation. He provides it for us free, even though it cost Him. But it's going to cost us later in the depths that we follow him how much we are willing to yield and serve him. Now in John chapter 3 in verse 5, it talks about a different type of water. It says, Jesus, ver- Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, or thee, except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, I'm not going to go into much detail. Many believe that this translates those that are born again because they've been baptized in water and the Spirit. And others basically uh, look at it as uh, those that have been born because we are literally born in a water bag in the womb. And then, of course, once it bursts, then uh, we come into this world. But others will take that to mean we're born of the water, of the Word of God, and of the Spirit. Of course, both of those can be representative of water also. He cannot enter into the kingdom. So we see even here water mentioned. When you look at the book of John, you find in chapter 1 the baptism of Jesus. In chapter 2, the first miracle, the turning of the water into wine. In chapter 3, we find being born again. In chapter 4, we find the artesian well, which Jesus mentions, the wells of salvation. In chapter 5, we find the pool of Bethesda, that the angel would come and stir and whoever went in first was healed. In chapter 6, we find Jesus walking on water. In chapter 7, he talks about the spirit of God coming and rivers of water flowing out of him of course, talking about the Holy Spirit. And as you read the book of John, you begin to see this pattern where water was involved in many of the things that happened in those particular chapters. In John chapter 4, verse 14, it says, Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give, him he shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him That water in particular shall be a well of water springing up into everlasting life. So once again, Jesus talked about giving the Holy Spirit and it was water, rivers of water flowing out of him. He talks about drinking of the water. And, And you have to understand, Jesus is not here as far as in the person of the physical body that he was when he was talking to this woman But through the spirit and through the word, we are allowed to drink. In the book of Revelation, it talks about he that is thirsty, let him come and let him drink. Drink freely. Why? Because that word is the life source. That is the source of life for everyone and everything on the planet. Without him as the life, I am the life. Without him, nothing has life in itself in particular. In the book of uh, Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 4, it says, The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellsprings of wisdom as a flowing brook. So uh, we begin to see now the brook. And the man's words also now being used as a type as flowing brooks and as deep waters. It says in Proverbs 20, verse 5, Counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters, which we just read in 18. But a madam, but a man of understanding will draw it out. There's the difference. There's the difference of knowing what to do with the water that we are provided. Well, consider this food for thought. I know I gave a lot of verses today. But consider it food for thought and for the imagination. Meditate upon these things. Ponder them. And then give yourself to prayer. Give yourself to the study, the meditation of the word. Allow yourself to yield to the Holy Spirit and have Him teach you. Ask God to help bring the deep things of God, the counsel that God wants to bring out of of our lives, like drawing it out of a well. Keep looking up. Our redemption draws nigh. Jesus is coming soon. He said so. I believe it. But until then, the Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.